Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. Listen, don't skip forward, don't skip the sponsor stuff. I have actually a special message. Uh, I'm a little bit solo dolo on this podcast today. Sean is up north working. He's actually working, yep. But I just want to give a special shout out to some of the fans and people that have reached out um, and actually people that I ran into this weekend as I was competing at BJJ Tour. Um, I actually had uh, someone who I consider a friend now, but a fan of the podcast. Brendan came up to me and just somehow recognized me from the podcast and everything. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much, Brendan, for all the support uh, for for everything that that you said and all the compliments and stuff. And uh, I'll uh, pass it on to Sean once I I see him uh, next week. But I just wanted to say a thankful uh, from the heart, uh, response. And, uh, thank you very much for all the compliments and all the support and appreciate it. Um, and thank you to everyone who's reached out and, um, and given me compliments and supported the podcast. Um, I really, really appreciate it, especially when situations like that, where we somehow end up running into each other and you guys come up to me or Sean and, and give us all these compliments. It really means a lot, especially since we don't get paid for this. We just do this for fun. Uh, a lot of the times we rub people the wrong way and a lot of the times, you know, the people are entertained by us and that's really what it is. We just want you guys to have as much fun as we do on here. So thank you again to Brendan. Thank you, uh, for all the uh, the positivity and the support, and thank you to everyone that's reached out. And now I want to also remind you guys that you can always pick up some gear from the podcast and support the podcast, like the roll shirt that you'll see me wearing on the podcast today if you're watching it on YouTube. Just go ahead and check out our Instagram channel for the link. You'll see it. If not, you can check out mycosmicjourney.com. That's my blog, my website, where I have all the stuff up on there, and I try to update it as much as possible. So please, if you want to support the podcast, even just hitting like and share on uh, on the iTunes or Google Play is a big help. But if you want to take it the next step, you can always go ahead and uh, pick up a shirt, whether it's my roll shirt or shut the fuck up and roll shirt, whichever one you like. Go ahead and pick yourself one up. You can get one uh, in a regular T-shirt or you can get it in a tank top. You can even get it on a coffee mug if you really, really want. I got it set up so you can get it on anything that you want. So I appreciate all the support. Also, big shout-out to our sponsors, Chocaloha. Check out Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. You'll get 20% off your entire order. Can't beat that. 20% off. Purchasing everything, you could basically buy out the store and save cash at the same time. And I really suggest you do that because the stuff that you see on there is so cool, doesn't last long. Stickers, patches, t-shirts, that stuff doesn't come back. It's a one-time shot. So once it's up, it's up. And I definitely suggest you go grab one. I still have my very first Chocoloha shirt that I bought and I wear all the time. It's super high quality. Love the designs. Chocoloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Then check out our homies over at Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Check out JujitsuSoapCo.com. And guess what? We're going to hook it up again. When you use the promo code JJ Radio, you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's right. Everything you get, 10% off. I'm telling you, they are firing out 
all different scents and styles of soaps that is just going to blow your mind. These soaps are way better than anything you're going to buy in the store, and they're still cheaper. You're not going to be spending 10 bucks on a bar of soap that you're probably never going to use because you're just going to jump into the gels. No. These bars of soaps are amazing, and sometimes I catch myself just sniffing them. I'm just like... I wish I could eat it, but don't eat them. Don't eat them because that stuff's bad for you. It's only good for the skin, bad for your intestines, all right? JJ Radio, promo code is the for jujitsusoapcode.com. Check it out. Shout out to Giraffe Choke. Go to giraffechoke.com. They are some of their biggest supporters. Um, I can't thank them enough for everything that they do, and we're always uh, bullshitting and talking jujitsu or texting back and forth, and Giraffe Choke has some of the most unique and awesome designs. It's so different from everything else that's going on in MMA and jiu-jitsu. And they support awesome fighters like Adam Borix, who just won his fight the other day by an awesome flying knee KO. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Giraffe Choke. Use the promo code JJRadio at GiraffeChoke.com and you get 25% off your entire order of 99 or more. So the same clothes that you see, Adam Borix, undefeated, Bellator fighter, you can get it too and you can get it at a discount. I mean, I can't do anything better than that for you. Also, summertime's here. It's raining a couple of times here and there, but for the most part, we're still sunny, man. We're having a blast out here. Come out to Nomad Surf Shop with us. Because when you come to Nomad Surf Shop down here in South Florida and you tell them we sent you, you get 10% off. You'll get, I believe it's 10, 10 or 20. Holy crap, I forgot. You'll get a discount. I'm pretty sure it's 10% off. You're not going to get it if you check out the website, although the website is pretty cool. Nomadsurf1968.com. Nomad Surf Shop is a staple in the South Florida surfing community since 1968, and it's a world-famous surf shop. You're not going to find any better vibe than when you come down to Nomad Surf. And if you come during regular business hours during the day, you get a nice acai bowl, hang out outside. If you walk, what, 100 yards out back, guess what? You're in the Atlantic Ocean. You're welcome. Kind of take it easy on the sharks, though. But guess what? There's sharks everywhere, so just deal with it. Nomad Surf, shout out to all our sponsors. Thank you very much for all the support. As always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Jiu-Jitsu Radio. You can follow me at Sonder Marketing, S-O-N-D-E-R Marketing. And you can always follow Sean, even though he's not here today. It's Gorilla Boy BJJ on Instagram. That's all he has. Without further ado, I want to introduce two good friends of mine. Um, we've been friends ever since we started training together about six years ago. Um, Stephanie Santana and Jason Santana. Now, Stephanie is the owner of Amazonian BJJ, and she has a very special message and an awesome event that she has planned specifically for women's jiu-jitsu. And I have been a big supporter of everything that they do, whether it's Stephanie's Amazonian BJJ stuff or Jason's fighting. They're good friends of mine, and I think you guys are really going to love the message that she has. So without further ado, Jason and Stephanie Santana. You can't leave us. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. 
And nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing! Woo! Wheeling, dealing! Limousine, right! Jet flying! Son of a gun! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down! Woo! And we're live. And we're live, right over here. Good to go. So I'm actually flying uh, semi-solo today. Sean is MIA, pretending to work for once, and I actually have some friends in the house. I have the Santanas, Stephanie, Hi. AKA Amazonian BJJ, yep, and me. Jason. What's that? Are you still using Showtime? No, nah, it was airtime. Airtime, that's yeah. what it was. No, you went with Showtime for a little bit. No, nah, never, never Showtime, so but it was airtime for a while. Yeah. Then what's it now? I don't know. I was actually just thinking about going back to uh, Sergeant, which was something they named me way back in the day because of the military and stuff. Right. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe next fight I might come out of Sergeant Santana. Can you be Sergeant Airtime? Could be. be. That'd be Could be. Cool. Hey, free country. Would you right? get in trouble for that? No, nah, not at all. So they're like, because they're pretty supportive. So you're in the reserves, right? On National Guard, yes. And. Are they pretty supportive when you have to kind of say, hey, I can't come in, I got to fight or anything like that? Has that popped up yet? Well, it's not a, it's not a hey, I can't come in. It's, <laughs> it's, a, like <laughs> it's a pretty please. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a pretty please at this point. But, yeah, they, they are pretty supportive. They love it. I have a, a great command, and uh, they are supportive. 1218, shout out to 1218 Transportation Company in West Palm Beach. So uh, are you going to tell them to actually listen to the podcast? I mean, if you're, if you're going to throw out, I'm going to throw out there, too. Yeah, yeah. All listen right. to the podcast, 1218, all the soldiers. You have soldiers. to tell them. No, you're not going to tell them on the podcast that they haven't heard yet. I will, but they, they, they'll hear it. It's going to be a direct it. order. Yeah. Oh, cheers. 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 It's Salud. usually their routine, even though you know, Salud. someone decided not to partake in water. <laughs> <laughs> so... The reason why you guys are here, besides the fact that I wanted you on here anyway, is you got an event coming up, Stephanie. I do. Um, can you actually just talk about what it is that you have put together? Because the Amazonian BJJ is something you put together, what, four or five years ago now? Oh my gosh, it's Ooh. probably been like Little close Now that I'm trying to throw six. age out there or nothing. <laughs> like six or seven years, I want to say now. I don't, uh, probably closer to six. So I started Amazonian uh, Jiu-Jitsu just to have more women come together and train Jiu-Jitsu open mats, just try to build the sisterhood because the men in the sport, I feel like they, they've had a brotherhood for a really long time. And I wanted to build a sisterhood. So we started doing open mats and seminars and um, you know, it's, it's been great. But my main one thing that I've always wanted to do is have a women's only tournament. Mm. Just haven't had, I wouldn't say the support, but more guidance right. to kind of create the tournament and make it happen. So I've been training with Aviv um, Jiu-Jitsu, the Aviv team with Luana Alzugir and Anna Carolina mm -hmm. uh, Vieira. And Luana has guided me into what I should do, suggested, given me plenty of, excuse me, suggestions about you know how the tournament should go how the brackets will go how many people we need on the team just a lot so you know we're putting everything into place and it's coming together so i'm really excited do you have a date yep the date is um sunday august 11th sorry i have everything written down you're checking the phone you should know <laughs> yeah. the event date the, the event you're putting together date, but i just have other information <laughs> she's under pressure she's pertinent. under pressure i love under the fact pressure. how you said like it sounds like you have an agenda i didn't come in with notes <laughs> <laughs> i have notes for everything notes on notes that's how my mind works so sunday august 11th 
Uh, we're going to start early because we have two divisions. It's going to be a beginner's division mm -hmm. with four beginner teams. Right. And then we have an advanced division with four advanced teams. So how are you actually, like, what's the setup? Is it a bracket thing, weight divisions? Or are you doing, like, yeah. the quintet style, like, teams? Similar to quintet. Right. So it's five women per team, no weight divisions. Hold on. Okay, I was about to say, like, the women are actually going to go with, like, weight where you have to, like, say mm -hmm. what weight you are. That's kind of no. risking it. No, no, no. We're not even going to waste time with that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna go with age divisions we're not gonna go with weights it's pretty much an absolute tournament right uh five women per team is so zenobia like open what's that zenobia open yes the zenobia open is mm -hmm. the name zenobia the open yes so zenobia was a queen uh -huh. um in ancient times and she pretty much declared herself independent from rome mm -hmm. and ruled over her own country so she's pretty badass. And That's a new one to me. I've never heard that. Yeah, look her up. Queen Zenobia. Somewhere That's in the cool. Middle East. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. So she's uh inspiration. Amazonian is also kind of linked to, you know, Wonder Woman and the Amazonian right. women and the myths that go along with that and just a tribe of women. Right. You know, so that's, you know, always where I kind of pull the, the inspiration from. So you're going to have, like, some, like, idol-type trophy or... Uh, we're gonna have the crest of Hippolyta. You were like, are you trying to throw a history lesson <laughs> or a jujitsu tournament? I'm oh, trying yeah. to like do figure out here. Just to tie together to make right. sense. It's not just cool names out here. We're right. doing it's some like research. You, it's like you just threw a bunch of letters together. <laughs> She's the, yeah, right. <laughs> she is the queen of the Amazons, uh, also Wonder Woman's mother in, right. in the modern day comics. So it's gonna be a crest, like an eagle type crest. And we're gonna have some shirts made, hopefully, um, with that on it. Right. And for the competitors, it's gonna be 40 women. We're just trying to get some of some of the advanced teams together. All the beginner team spots are taken. So are they? we got 20 women registered, ready to go, ready to compete. So what's like the the max limit as far as the entire tournament? How many people? Uh, it's gonna be 40. It's 40. Yeah, so, so four teams for beginner, four teams for advanced. Total of eight teams, five women. So are you splitting up beginner and advanced? Like one to four years beginner or what? Yeah, it's going to be white to blue belt. Okay. And on the beginner teams, it's included teens. So some of the teens that have been training for years in their orange belt or green belt, they mm -hmm. can go ahead and jump on a beginner team. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. At least having like a, a beginner thing instead of like not throwing them to the sharks. Yeah, exactly. It kind of gives them an opportunity to step up and, you know, they, they train with us all the time. You know, yeah. I train, like my daughter, she's 14 years old. She's an orange belt. She trains with us constantly. Let me know? ask you a question. Yeah. Are you going to have closeouts? What do you mean closeouts? Like, are you going to force teammates to compete against each other? Well, no, nothing's ever forced. One. This is where it gets <laughs> a little tricky because we have our, our team set. Mm-hmm. And some women they train with Aviv, right? And they are on that team, and but they also train at a different gym. And if that gym yeah. creates a team, and they're on that one, yeah, they're gonna have to go up against each other. But the thing is, we don't know who's gonna go up against who right. until the actual date. Right, right, right. So each team they have their competitors one through five. So you're not even drawing the brackets until like no. they show up. That's we cool. We don't draw the brackets at all. Right. The referee is gonna call number one from team A, number one from team B. That's when they meet. Right. And they go. Yeah. That's cool. So it's so wait, who's refing? 
well, I have a couple of refs in mind. So special guests, some special guests, <laughs> aka refs. Yeah. Oh, you're not allowed to say. Be, no, no, it's gonna be. Well, I have to remind him, Jay Z. Jay Z is gonna. This is a reminder. This is a reminder again. He has oh my gosh. With IBJJF and it's a. Uh, I am not. I am not by any means putting down Jay Z's knowledge of the rules. Yeah. What I am merely stating is everybody else's knowledge of Jay-Z's time management <laughs> capabilities <laughs> is the only thing that I'm saying. But the man was late to his own brown belt and black belt ceremony is yeah. all I'm saying. I yeah. know. See, the key to Jay-Z uh-huh. is to bribe him with food. That's and that's what people true. don't understand. I Stephanie here is a master baker. You know, master <laughs> yeah, baker. There's no way phenomenal he's turn down, baker. Like, the mango cake or so it's already, like yeah. Remember that? So it it's already. It's already set in stone. So bad. It's already set. Somehow, actually, I give Jay Z credit. Actually, he beat me to the going away barbecue we had like a couple of weeks ago. Like I got there and like Jay Z's there. There's no way Jay Z beat me to a barbecue. And then I realized it's a barbecue. It's food. That's why he was actually there before Pulga, before my professor. He was there before George. He was there before everybody else. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little something about that. I'm actually, when you hear this, Jay-Z, I'm proud of you (laughs) because this is validation that what we talked about is working. And that's, uh, you know, 10 minutes prior in the military, we have a saying, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah. If If you're you're early on time, if you're you're on time, you're late. So uh, Jay-Z has kind of been adopting that philosophy and trying to get to his events, whatever he has going on, a little He's earlier. gotten better with the, with coaching for the so, fighters, for sure. He's definitely gotten better at that. Yeah. Oh, with so the, good job, the Jay-Z. The fighters, good yeah. job. Yeah. For the fighters. He's cornering someone. I'll never forget this story he told me. He goes, his first fight, his coach showed up so late. His coach showed up when he was walking to the mat mm-hmm. to, have the, to have the fight, and he was freaking out. Mm-hmm. So he's... He pretty much is like, ah, whatever. If my fighters got to wait, I had yeah. to wait too. It's right. part of the process. <laughs> Just like, that's so oh bad. It's like that's his, that's his, there's different ways of handing the torch and that's jay-z is like you wait yeah yeah, yeah. it's fine that's so bad Internally so all right so jay-z is one of the refs jay-z is one of the refs and i am working on professor bruna burns oh yeah to be another ref because she's very good at the point system yeah. and the rules um and the yelling at people she is awesome at yelling at people and intimidation but <laughs> I'm joking. I love actually, <laughs> well, she'd definitely be really good for like towards the finals and stuff like that. I think she'd probably be super focused in on. Yeah, like, she's very, really diplomatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? She she's all about being fair. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know that she under pressure, she's not going to make, you know, a yeah. stupid mistake or, or nobody's going to get hurt. And under she's her seen watch. so many high level matches that this would yeah. just be like a breeze for her. Yeah. Yeah. She said she can't commit to the whole day, probably because Josh and Pedro will be running the show towards yeah. the end. But yeah. <laughs> so I got Jay-Z and Bruna. If any other IBJJF uh, trains referees are open, please uh, contact me. Yeah. That would be awesome. So, yeah, it's going to be IBJJF rules with the gi. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go, I'm, I'm leaning towards, for the advanced divisions, mm-hmm. we're going to go according to black belt rules. Um, starting from, like, purple belt and brown belt, all my coaches have always told me, all right, you're going to, you're getting up to this level. You need to be aware of foot locks, and right, right. Locks, leg locks, all this kind of stuff. So, 
you know, if everyone's comfortable, of course, I have to go over it at the rules meeting to right. make sure everyone's comfortable with that. But at least for the advanced divisions, I'm open to, you know. So why did you decide for the IBJJF rules and not like ADCC rules, at least for like the finals, let's say? Uh, well, it's in the gi. And right. sometimes I feel like that's kind of the gold standard as of right now. Right. It's all written in, in stone. There's no, you know, kind of disputing it. So, and... I, Unless you're I think Keenan, most but. of the coaches, yeah. No. <laughs> I think most of the coaches have a good understanding of that rule set. Also, you know, we. I am hoping to do a nogi, um, women's tournament That'd in the good. future because a lot of women have asked me, "Oh, you're gonna do nogi? Are you gonna do nogi? Can we do super fights?" Right. You know, there's a big opening for women's tournaments. Yeah. You know, no, for sure. It's really growing. It's just grown so much since I started, which is amazing. So, um, you know, but I, I just want to have a successful first event before we right. think about what's next. I mean, it's not easy having 40 people to manage and you're doing two separate divisions, like skill levels mm -hmm. for a first event. Yeah, I'm trying sure. to get some more. So advanced women, advanced uh, purple belt to black belt women that are interested in joining a team, contact me also. Because uh, we have a couple advanced teams together that are locked in, but we still need a couple more. So, it you know, I know they're scattered throughout the state, but right. you know, jump jump on a team. You know, this is a in. It's kind of it's kind of like an in-house tournament, yeah. in my opinion. It's gonna be at a gym. Right. It's gonna be at you know. But five grappling place. does it. And it's not really in-house like that. They do it oh, okay. at Studio Five Forty. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. So, yeah, but it's a little, I think it's a little more intimate, you know, it's at a well, gym. It's the first one, it's and it's also one. like you're pulling the people that you know more than, Yes. it's easier than reaching out to someone like, oh, in Texas, be like, hey, why don't you come over here and compete? They're like, who are you, and yeah. why do you have my number? <laughs> yeah. you know? How did you get my number? <laughs> right. So, but it's, and kind of it's better that way, because I think that way it's a little bit less of pressure on everybody else. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get more of just heavy-duty competition. I mean, for bragging rights for the first one, too, is, is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, I just want everyone to come out and have fun. You know No super I mean? fights? No super fights yet. But I think the team environment, having five women per team, is going to motivate these women to, like, all right, we're, we're on a team. That'd let's be pretty good. Let's get in the gym. Let's get training. Let's support each other. Yeah. You only need to win three out of the five, you know, to advance your, your yeah. division. So, you know, it's, I think it's... For me, it's going to be fun. What are you running, like, the actual hours as? What do you mean? Like, what time is it supposed to start and end? Well, we're starting. I want everyone to be there at 8 in the morning so we can get started the matches Man. by 9. Okay. That's the goal. And you don't have any idea, like, what you'd want to, like, cut it off at? No. Because, I mean, that's it's good. It's five-minute rounds. Yeah. You kind of short and sweet with that. So, technically. Well, I'm just thinking about it just from, like, doing events for so long. Mm -hmm. That sometimes having that cutoff time adds more to the stress instead of just sitting there and saying, like, we'll go with the flow, see what happens. Mm -hmm. You can always speed it up, slow it down any way that is necessary instead of be like, we only have this until, like, 3 o'clock and we need to go, 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 go. Like, screw everybody else. Yeah, and no, at least you'd be like, that. all right, we're going to take a break. We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, especially if you have only, like, two or three refs and they're doing all these matches. Yeah. At least being able to constantly switch, you'll have everybody kind of mellowed out. Yeah. be able to focus I, we do have, have fun. the gym space um henzo gracie lake worth is hosting mm. and the black belt there santos has been really 
um, open to having the event there and we have the space for the whole day can we commentate can we do like a live broadcast yeah, and we'll commentate please that'd be cool that'd be do. awesome yeah yeah we that'd can do it because awesome. I could set it up. We could set up the camera. Yeah. Just have it broadcasting like live and yeah, do that'd commentating. Be cool. It's better than flow grappling. <laughs> I've had I've had my I've had my statements on flow grappling. I have to keep <laughs> quiet you? at the time. Okay, we won't no comment. We can edit that out. <laughs> I think you could just go to like any jujitsu forum and just type in that name and see the response that you get. Hmm. It's like, true. It's it's, true. it's too much money for, for what people get back. Yeah. It's way too much money. Yeah. And then they, it's having had to deal with that kind of technology and, like, how much it costs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you know, like, Copa Podio reached out to me a couple of years ago. Okay. And they wanted to, wanted me to put the first one in the U.S. together. Awesome. Like, they wanted me to put it together. I'm like, guys, I need a bigger budget than this. Like, mm. to rent the truck, to have everything streaming and everything like that alone, it's like 20 grand. And like for them, it's a little bit cheaper, but you have to have good internet, and that's why they always end up getting cut off or lag or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because you end up having what six, eight cameras, all trying to stream, and then you have to have a switchboard and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of work. So, yeah. the money is necessary, but you're not always going to get that service. Mm -hmm. So at least that way, if you only have one mat, that's an easy setup. You could do that easy. Yeah, we're gonna have one mat going. I, I want to like really highlight the competitors, you know, because I appreciate them supporting me as well yeah you know what i mean so we can't i can't do this alone no and i can't do this without the the black belts and the higher belts that i've known for years saying yeah, yeah steph i'm in i'm gonna get my team together you know it wouldn't be possible without them so mm -hmm. i want i told them all like send me pictures of your team i want to highlight you all leading up to the event yeah for sure you know because they're putting in work yeah you gotta highlight them you know well it's definitely a lot of work building up to it yeah. Putting a putting an event together like that, I don't think most people realize. Oh, it's easy. Just have a mat there, and then you just have a ref, and then just invite a couple of people. Tell people to sign up, and they'll just hand over yeah. their money easy. Who's paying for All the right. time at the gym? You know. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Let's figure it out. That definitely okay. be pretty cool. I know Sean would be up for it for sure. Yeah, you guys. You guys are great commentators. You know well, stuff. One of us is. Okay. Yeah. Sean, not so much. He gets a little off topic. Not he so much. He has commentating experience. He well, has he very. Does. He's gotten a he lot does. better. Yeah. He's gotten a lot better. Okay. I give him credit. <laughs> I bust his balls a Shout lot. Shout out to Daniel. But he's gotten a lot, a lot better with the XFN stuff. Because yeah. if you yeah. listen to some of the first ones, like, bro, you guys are just basically making, like, dick jokes the entire time. Oh, Can my gosh. Like, nobody, Focus, yeah, please. Let's, like... <laughs> We gotta act above twelve years old for a couple of hours, but no, actually, him and uh, and uh, Blake have gotten a lot better at it. Okay. So yeah, that's but it's like anything else. But just like experience, you know, yeah. you you experience something, you're gonna get better regardless. The one thing he hasn't learned here yet is not to chew ice on the mic or cough. Mm. Uh, Can't stand man. that. You know how that's many people rough. just message me like, please tell Sean to stop coughing or chewing on the <laughs> Let's mic. Let's go, Sean. Get it together, Sean. Oh, Make that's it so bad. Here, <laughs> and you think that's bad. Try oh, being please. this far away from him when he does. I'm like, you are just a big, dumb animal. <laughs> You're going to take the ice and just throw it at him. Oh, uh, I just. It, yeah, it's just whatever. But he's gotten a lot better. I tried, I'm trying to be positive here. He's gotten a lot better. <laughs> um, so. You started the whole Amazonian thing where you actually were doing the open mats and stuff, mm -hmm. would you say, seven years ago? Yeah, I was were you blue belt? years ago. I was a blue belt. Yeah. And I, I only knew probably like Michelle 10, 
10 women in jiu-jitsu really? in the state of Florida. That was in the entire mm. state. It was crazy I hadn't trained. I hadn't rolled with a woman outside of competition until I was a blue belt. Really? Yeah. There, was, there wasn't that many of us. You know? That's true. Well, I have that conversation all the time with Sean. It's just kind of like there's not that much. And little by little, it's more and more. It's funny. Someone was actually having an argument. I don't know if you ever go on the, the jujitsu like, subreddit. Like, if you ever go mm-hmm. on Reddit. Once in a while, there'll be an argument as to, I don't understand why they have to have a women's only class. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't think. Because. Just, yeah. Imagine being a white belt. Only class. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of it is, obviously, it's it can get awkward because then you deal with a couple of douchebags that just are too much muscle or they're just inappropriate mm-hmm. or e- either way, they don't realize what they're doing. Yeah. And then the other half, it's you're not really going to get anything technique wise if you're dealing with just a big dumb gorilla yeah just trying to protect yourself yeah and again train as you fight fight as you train so when you go into a competition as a woman you're not competing against men you're competing against other women well even then it's the same (laughs) rationale as far as for my end anyway seeing it is if you're going like if you like you and i have rolled together but if you're going against someone my size you're not going to get to be as on the attack as more Mm -hmm. on the defensive because of my size alone you have to worry about so much so then when you do get into the tournament you're so used to in that mindset that it throws you back yeah i agree what's your biggest hurdle i guess or challenge of just rolling with guys um i would say you know I've learned a lot over the years rolling with guys. You can throw people under the bus here. Don't no, worry. You're good. No, I don't want to throw anyone <laughs> under the bus. But it's it's more of a, for me, when I when I roll with a guy that I know is just full of pride and yeah. can't, can't handle it, I'm just pretty much, all right, you're going to be in my guard the whole five minutes, and I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. So that part is frustrating because I can't work and neither can they. Yeah. Because they're not going to pass my guard. You know, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, we're just, just throwing saying. confident much. I'm just, confident saying. Much. <laughs> I'm just saying. So much for no ego. I'm just going to stay there. Right. <laughs> but also for guys, I I get it from the other side of the coin that it's hard. Right. You know, you're rolling, you're training with a female, especially with a higher belt female. Um, if you Even if you don't have any pride, you don't know how hard you want to go with that. Yeah. You don't know, like... Shit, I don't want to go too easy so they can do everything and kill me. And I don't want to go too hard that, you know, I'm using muscle. So there's a balance there that both, like, I trust a lot of the training partners. I trust, I've trusted you when I've trained with you because I know that you know how to roll with me. I trust my husband, of course, because we've trained together for so long. We've kind of bounds the balance he even though i get the most me. attitude i get the most attitude oh, well, just, just for a simple suggestion listen bro. Right, let's just like, what do you mean coming. oh <laughs> my goodness man just like last night like last right. night we were at um combat club shout out to combat club love you fellas and uh, and ladies uh but no it was like oh uh we had just learned a brand new technique basically uh you're stuffing the takedown spinning around to the back but before you spin around to the back you have to get proper grips and positions right. so they don't reach up and grab your leg as you're turning so i'm like yeah steph you know don't forget put the arm down grab the the crook of the elbow pin it and then turn and she's like this oh really <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I really yeah. I didn't say anything. But that is that <laughs> is the energy I mean, that, that comes out of her pores, bro. Because I've known you for so long, 
I know how you said it, <laughs> so I, I know <laughs> I know exactly how she answered on that one. Now we gotta hear this. Now we gotta it's hear like, this. It's like, oh really? Like, thanks, thanks for telling me something I already know. That's if I wanted to do that, I would have done that. Uh, but I'm a simple suggestion, nonetheless. <laughs> simple suggestion, nonetheless, and you get the death stare before the. Okay, yeah, come and teach me more. You know? Listen, I, I'm. <laughs> all about just being honest but i've also learned that sometimes the person that makes the food gets, gets <laughs> to kind of get the leeway if you make the food and i have to eat it and i have to trust the what you put in my food then i'll let you slide because i come from the same mind frame as, as you of being competitive but also being critical on what you do uh, i'm super critical that right but then the problem is it spills over to other people like no mm. no you can do better than that it's not well, everyone's gonna yeah. be receptive to that yeah i understand this that. is actually an intervention on you jason yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see that i see that <laughs> the tables are turning yeah. no i've actually I, i've actually had to learn how to tone that down some throughout the years because it's a pain it, right? it's almost it's almost it's almost toxic in a way but um oh yeah, for sure then, it is but then you uh you just learn as you evolve as a person you learn to grow and as you grow you learn how to deal with things and hopefully help people without being a douche yeah. you know what i mean so so wait so what belt are you now you're brown aren't you oh, brown belt yeah, yeah. Bruna and you brown just belt. got your brown belt just so technically belt. speaking she's still ahead of you no yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> for the record Listen, it's fine. I, I have a joke. Yeah. I have Congratulations, a joke. So, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I have a joke. Uh, so she was promoted. She actually introduced me to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and the only reason she joined was because I would come home and do the techniques on her. Right. So I was like, here, let me show you how to do this armbar. Let me do this. Let me do that. It was a few months. And then she was like, well, you know what? If you're practicing on me every single night, I might as well just start doing nice. the class myself. Right. And this was, gosh, 10 years ago now long time right long time ago and uh and so yeah so we started off like that and then uh i focused on the mma aspect and deployments with the military yeah. and stuff like that so as you as life gets in the way she's not as hindered she continues to progress she yeah promoted. not as hindered no. yeah it's like she didn't have kids i didn't have pregnancies and injuries yeah, to but deal I, with man you but are digging yeah. that hole yeah. keep going yeah. but listen, but, <laughs> it's on but video to be fair, but to be fair i physically wasn't here for a year video. you know what i mean i physically was not here for a year so that's right. what i mean so she was here still training when she could obviously and uh yeah anyway long story short she got promoted before i did you sound very jealous and like no, i can no, sense not at i can all. sense not at the all. <laughs> no, no, never never i'm i'm I'm, I'm i'm super stoked that she's uh no, well no i was there for that, that i she's was there for you on. when you got your brown belt oh yeah yeah, yeah. when they were doing the ceremony yeah, yeah. So uh, so yeah, and I just have a like a little joke amongst ourselves. She can be one belt ahead of me, but not two. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. That's not up to her. That's yeah, on you. She could be one, but you know, then I have to like if I'm focusing too much on MMA or, or whatnot, then I have to go back into jujitsu because <laughs> I can't like, I can't allow her to have two belts ahead. Of me. You just got Bruno laughed. Was, <laughs> you just Bruno got was laughed. Calling yeah. him out in the belt promotion. Like, Oh yeah! All of a sudden, Jason just started showing up and like. <laughs> oh no! I know he started showing up at Excel. Yeah. He just started yeah, showing Excel up, and, and somebody called him out. Uh, who was it that called you out? Um, uh, well, could have been George, maybe. No, was yeah, it was George. George. So he's like, man, you're coming in here a lot more. It's like, is everything okay? And he's like, 
He like leans over to whisper something to him, <laughs> like nobody else Stephanie heard. Stephanie has her brown belt. <laughs> <laughs> we got belt promotion. Stephanie might get her black belt. She can't be two belts ahead of no, me. No, there's no yeah. way. But if no, you uh, if too. if you knew our our jujitsu history and our story when it came to uh, gyms and professors and stuff yeah, like well, that, yeah, you guys. I, I mean, we you've been to the last it. one. You, yeah. you experienced the last one, and that's that's pretty much our. Uh, our entire jujitsu career. It's, well, you know it's what's crazy. funny is like I brought this up the other day too. Is that me, Sean, you guys, and like a handful of other people? We were a solid team for like four years. Oh, that yeah. was that was beautiful. Yeah, that was times. a solid, solid team that we had for four years. And then when shit hits the fan for one reason or another, it, it was kind of like a weird. It was really a Game of Thrones kind of moment because we were getting like pulled in like ten different ways. Everyone had their own like little stories just because the gym was so big. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like everybody just split up. Yeah. And it's funny, like I'm at Excel. Sean's over at Temple. You guys are at Combat Club. Mm-hmm. But the main core group of people. Like, we all still talk, we like, mm-hmm. still train once in a while, stuff like that. All those outliers and everybody else, some good, some bad, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, like, gone. And, you know, yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. that's that brotherhood right. that Stephanie was talking about earlier, you know. And that's where Amazonian Women's Jiu-Jitsu, the inception of it, came into play because that's what she was trying to create, that brotherhood amongst women. Yeah. So just like you're saying. Sisterhood. It, Sis- yeah. Sisterhood. Excuse me. Sisterhood. Sisterhood. <laughs> Don't try to sisterhood mansplain this, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's sisterhood amongst women because, like you say, uh, you know, we had a core group or whatever. It doesn't matter where we are. Even in the in the country, in the world, we can... Like, I was in Abu Dhabi a few years ago yeah, for an remember. MMA fight. And uh, we land, and Jay-Z... Matter of fact, the guy that was at George's, uh, yeah. Marcon, yeah. he greeted us in uh, in Abu Dhabi. You know, that's it's. I think that's awesome, you know? Yeah. So y- you can go anywhere in the world, and you have somebody there. You know, that's, that's the beautiful thing about jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that Jay-Z, he travels all over, and he knows somewhere, someone everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, he goes to, he went to France, he, he's doing seminar there, he goes to Spain, like, yeah. it's pretty, pretty crazy. And now, like, the women's jiu-jitsu community is growing. We have, like, Facebook pages dedicated to, like, master women's um, divisions, and we have, like, just supporting women in jiu-jitsu. Like, now I know people all over the world yeah. that hopefully, you know, support what I'm trying to do. Let me ask and you this, though, because it's one of those things that always blows my mind, and I see it from two aspects. I see it from a regular martial arts school, like, student aspect, and then I see it from... The professional aspect of fighters and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it was always oh you can't go anywhere else you can't go train you can't do anything and that's always the way that doesn't matter what martial art you're in that's the way that, that you're taught right yeah. but then we get into the pros like all the guys that we know yeah. how many guys do we know that train everywhere and they'll mm-hmm. go to a gym and they're there for six months or two yeah. months or something like that it's like wait a minute yeah. you guys are preaching all this bullshit <laughs> But then mm. you're out there and you leave. You everywhere. you disappear on us for like two or three months. Yeah. You know, and that's like not everybody, but mm. like a lot of the people. And I notice it's the people that always preach the most about loyalty are the ones that end up fucking people over the most. Mm-hmm. But my question is for you because of the women's aspect of it and the group was so small. Did you still have to run into that? Oh, yeah. Big time. Really? Sometimes I feel like women are even more loyal to their small group gym and like even though they're the only female there at the gym Mm. if their professor says something oh no you can't go to those open mats or no you can't you can't do that you're my student they're 
sometimes that, even that more so than the more men. Frequently than I mean, I think. can see it happening still in 2019. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see it happening. But do you think is it more of a like a control thing? Or definitely, definitely. You think it's more I mean, control? Well, did you see what happened with um, uh, what's his name, Hinger, and one of the white belt students that happened a couple of weeks ago? We talked about it on the podcast too. He went to do a seminar down in Mexico. Oh, in Mexico. I did right? hear about this, yeah. Did you see this? No, what happened? Yeah, he yeah. went to do a seminar in Mexico, and one of the girls invited him to come do, like, to come train at another school, at her class. school, uh-huh. and do a class. He's like, well, it's got to be cool with, like, your professor or whatever. Respectful. Right. And the professor was a brown belt, and he said, okay, well, I don't have, like, the gi. I think it was an Alliance school. Or no, it was mm-hmm. a Gracie Baja school. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't have that gi. She said, no, he said, it's fine. He's got the text message saying, like, no, it's fine. Like, you can come in. Don't just worry about it. Just wear a white gi with no patches yeah, or something. Yeah, just come and train yeah. or whatever. So as soon as he went in there, next thing you know, like, the the head professor, the black belt, saw the photos, flipped out on her, started calling her all kinds of names, yeah. all kinds of shit, and then, like, calling her a whore, this, that, and the other. Come to find out, like, of course, they dated for a little while. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. okay, well, dude, wow. like... You don't own somebody, like, but yeah. you still can't talk to someone like that, regardless, yeah. male or female. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So that's it's like, uh, that's why, like, I... That's a cultural 2019 thing, doesn't right? matter. People yeah. still have that, that mindset. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do for sure. Like, I think we're getting away from that. And, like, as, as the women in the sport grow and they see, like, what the potential is and, oh, I'm going to learn something from these other women. I, like, I train with Bruna. She's my professor. She promoted me to Brown Belt. And I'm loyal to her, but she tells me, Stephanie, go train with Luana and, and Anna Carolina. They have a lot to show you. And you're getting, you're going to be training with another brown belt female. There's three or four brown belts there. There's a few purple belts there. You know, there's higher level females that I can train with. So if I'm getting ready for a competition. And they're your size or bigger. Exactly, and like, yeah. exactly. And like the way that they teach is a little different. They teach concepts and I'm learning something every time I go there. Right. I learn something every time I train with Bruna as well. But it's it's sometimes it's just me and her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Which isn't bad. No. Because I'll take... I'll take private classes with Bruna oh for sure gosh, if I had she, the opportunity. She kills me. Yeah, kills awesome. me. She <laughs> was like, oh my gosh, Bruna. I don't I don't even know. Sometimes she'll show me something. I'm like, what did you just do? Yeah. I have no idea what you're doing. She trains. I mean, sh- when she trains, it's similar to rolling with Gilbert. Yeah. But her size. Yeah. You know, she's, she's, she's yeah, atom weight. She's got the same mentality and stuff like that. If anything, yes. sometimes yeah, I, think I think she's, she's a little more way aggressive. more intense yeah. than Gilbert. Oh, yeah. For like, sure. Gilbert for sure. can turn it, it on though. and off like instantly. But when Zo- Bruna's in the zone, like, mm. nope. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Because that's how I, I like to be also. Like, I'm... Gilbert actually smiles, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't flow roll. <laughs> I, make fun of her so much. I don't. I don't flow roll. I don't do any of the stuff. Like if I'm there to train, I'm there to train. Yeah. We're going 100. percent You know what I mean? So that's like why another reason why I think we get along so well and like we kind of, I enjoy learning from her. Yeah. Um. But you know, at the same time, she doesn't have an issue with me. Training I, other places. Yeah, I have to communicate with her, of course. But you know, she supports me where I'm training. So what you're saying is that women tend to argue more when like you're trying to train at their school or trying to make them switch more like you guys fight more argue no i don't know you said like the the women are more defensive on it no they're just sometimes they're more loyal than men when it comes to open mats right 
you know, so if their professor says something, then that's written in stone. Whereas sometimes men are like, oh, but let's all go and do this open yeah, mat and kind of build a team. Too. That's a different ego. I've never, ever seen a woman in the middle class be like, oh, professor, well, what about this, this, and that? And if you do that. Yeah, but no. how many guys have you seen try to correct, like, professor yeah. in the middle of the thing? Shut your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand that. But, yeah, when I, when I do open mats, when I organize open mats, sometimes I still get a little resistance um, as far as, like, women saying, no, I can't go to any other gym. And I'm like, I don't, I don't it's not my gym either. Yeah. You know, I'm going to any open gym that's willing to host an open mat just for women yeah. and open to having any woman come and and let's just train together yeah. you know let's go over a technique or if you're if you have questions you know about something you've been stuck in let's go over that together and let's try it out because trying it out on 200 pound blue belt guy and trying it out on me who's 130 pounds is totally different yeah for sure you know it's gonna work a little differently like i think we gotten stuck like that before at one point or another it's like you and i got partnered up like when we had to do the the, the <laughs> technique part of class yeah. i'm like I'm not gonna no jump fans, guard. but i'm not getting anything <laughs> out of this one like, <laughs> it's like and i think she feels the same way it's like so you want us to do a blast double and pick the yeah, person right? up. <laughs> so we're doing suplexes today. Okay, got it. So you built this from scratch, and you've had a couple of events on and off. You definitely had to take a little bit of a break for here and there and just life in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So besides this event, what do you have planned as far as what you want to do with the whole Amazonian thing, like tournament, everything all put together. Yeah. Well, I want to continue to have uh, open mats every other month. Uh, I've been trying to, the last one, let me think, was in March. Oh, so we're due for another one. No, April. Uh, this year? April of this year was that Brazilian top team up in uh, Juno Beach. Oh, right, right, right. It was a good one. We had, a, we had like about 20, 25 girls come. We went over a few things. And then, um, you know, we have competitions coming up. So another thing about open mats, when you have big competitions like Worlds coming up, is people don't want to cross train. And that's when sometimes a professor will say, you know, I, I'm open to going to open mats for other women and get training in. But right before Worlds, I don't want you to cross training anywhere. And that's completely understandable. That's yeah, understandable. For sure. That's for, yeah, you know, yeah. so sometimes I kind of like dial it back. We just had Worlds, you know, and now I'm planning um, the tournament maybe sometime like late this month and early july we'll have an open mat and we can keep you know continuing to spread the word about the tournament i just want yeah. people to come out watch support you know have a good time yeah um you know that's don't the mind goal. the noise by the way sorry is that a plane we're in an airport yeah <laughs> you are for sure yeah. but like other people too like people listening because it sounds weird sometimes yeah. so you yeah. want to do the more of the open mats yeah, and hopefully towards the end of the year, since it's no-gi season, quote-unquote, uh, have a no-gi tournament. Yeah. <laughs> what would you, what would make you consider this first tournament a success? Like, what would have to happen for you to consider it a success? Um, well, full registration. Right. <laughs> which would be, I need two more advanced teams to register. And I've spoken to a few people, so hopefully that's going to happen. So that's number one on my list is to have, you know, the four um, team brackets mm. and just for the people to have fun. 
you know, I just want these women to come out and be able to know that they're being highlighted and that I support them, that there's a lot of support out there for them. Yeah. So just to kind of build, continue to build the sisterhood, you know, as long as everyone comes out there and we have a, you know, a good time, nobody gets hurt. Of course, we don't even want to get hurt in a tournament, even though it can happen. There's always that risk. Um, but, you know, just to have, you know, a good positive impact. Yeah. Do you feel that maybe there's not like a role model yet, like a designated role model for women's jujitsu? Uh, I think there's plenty of them. I mean, I honestly. know, you know, we yeah. know that there's so many amazing just female jujitsu athletes, mm -hmm. but there's not a like staple. There's not the one person that everybody thinks, okay, for women's jujitsu, that's the face that I'm putting on there. Because if you yeah. say women's MMA, people are going to automatically think Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Right? Even though she's long gone from the sport. There's that one staple. I feel like there's, even though there's so many active and even, like, retired, like, women's jiu-jitsu athletes, mm -hmm. that there's still that one icon that hasn't popped up where it's kind of known and Yeah, seen. it's hard to say. I think, like, regionally there are. Yeah. There's, like, Lika Vieira and... um. She's in like California, Leticia Hibero over in California. And you got Jazari down here. There's Jazari here. There's, but she's she's from like the second generation, I think. Yeah. You know, like Hanette Stack, <laughs> Leticia Hibero, Michelle Nicolini, um, Luana Alzugir. They all competed in like these, you know, beginning when they first started having women's at yeah. women's divisions at the Worlds. And it was purple to black belt. Or so, uh, Luana told me one, it was white to black belt yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, together. They yeah, they're like storm in there. You yeah. know what I mean? They just, everyone grouped together because there wasn't enough or whatever the situation is. So I think there's a lot out there, but you don't know them when you first come into jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It doesn't, dr those those role models for, for me, um, the ones that I just named, those inspirations for me, I learned about them when I was a blue belt, when I was a purple belt. It didn't draw me to start jujitsu. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think that's the only thing that we're missing that is yet to come. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're still missing that one figurehead. Because as mm -hmm. soon as you start jujitsu as a guy, you get a million and one names thrown at yes. you. You know, you yeah. have Henzo, you have Marcelo, you have uh, freaking Cyborg, you have all these other people. But mm -hmm. when it comes to women, People are only going to know a handful of names. Yeah. And even the guys that are, you know, higher ranked and stuff and been in the sport for a while, they don't know a lot of the oh, women. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of guys that don't know who Fionn Davies is. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? It's like, crazy. It's like, you know? man, she would smoke half your squad and you still don't know who it is. Yeah. Like, you might want to like, go look it up. who's this girl? She has a black belt. Oh, my gosh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... It, it's getting there. You know? We, we haven't had as much time. Who would you think... Who would you nominate to be that person? Mm, that's really hard. Ooh, on the spot. There's so on many. The Man. Um, I would say my top two. I don't think I could pick one. Actually, three. Can I pick you three? You get three. <laughs> you can pick three so you I don't would get in say on the people. West Coast, Leticia Hibero. Are we going to go Biggie Tupac on this Mid one? Yes, yeah. I am. Midwest, Hanet Stack. And East Coast, Luana. Luana Alzugir. I'm not really... Not really happy with the answer you gave me here. No? 
I think you're just, looking for? I think you're, I'm not looking for anything. I just feel like you're... <laughs> An agenda you're, much? Yeah. An agenda much? No, not at all. <laughs> no, no I just agenda. feel like you're giving me a PC answer. I want the legitimate Stephanie no, answer. For me? Who is your hero? I've never met <laughs> Hanette, but she is inspiration. Right. She has Why? been training for so long and competing at the highest level for so long. And she stopped competing and she went back to Worlds this year and competed again. And I just think her stepping up like that and inspiring her students mm. to continue to compete no matter what, no excuses, is inspirational. And I've always wanted to meet her. She's always been kind of an inspiration for me. Um, so if you were going to say, like, your heroes for jiu-jitsu. These would be my heroes. Oh, Michelle Nicolini, of course. Huh? Uh, plural or singular? Singular. Your oh, hero. Oh, no. Like I can't this pick was, one. If this I can't was like do it. 14, 15 year old Stephanie, and you oh, have your poster man. up on the wall, like, who would that be? When I first started jujitsu, my, my hero at that yeah. time was Michelle Nicolini. Yeah. Yeah, because she came to our gym, and I had just gotten my blue belt. Yeah. And she trained. She had a world's camp yeah. at our gym, and she was. Oh my gosh, she, she was, was so badass. She was just wiping the Amazonian mats clean with mat. everyone on the team. Yeah. Except Ushasha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes she would, you know, Kabaka maybe yeah. was the only one that, you know, she wouldn't just wreck. So she was really, and she inspired me, her and Sofia Moran, she inspired me to start yeah. Amazonian. You know, they, they supported me. Michelle was like, all right, let's do a seminar and let's make it all women. See, see who you can get. Yeah, Sophia came too that day. Sophia came that day and that's when they yeah. met. You know, that's when they, they started, like, they have a great friendship now. Um, you know, partially because that's when they met. And yeah. they started, you know, training together. Sophia has been to Brazil to train there. She got ready for um, Brazilian Nationals, I think, there yeah, recently. Awesome. Like, you know, they've... Sophia has always supported me in getting women together. No, she's super everything. awesome. We were she's supposed amazing. to do a photo shoot last year, I think. Mm -hmm. Was it last year? Yeah. Last year, beginning of this year, and it just never panned out. I think, yeah, because I, I messaged you, too, about it, and I needed to find somebody. Yeah. And it just never panned out. The The company didn't send me the, the products that, that we oh, needed, okay. and it just didn't pan out. Yeah, she has a really big school now with her husband and Coral Springs, yeah. and they have a huge kids program, like, I'm really happy for like the success that she's found um, in jujitsu. You know, like it's it's awesome. So, do you think that? I mean, it's obviously changing, but do you think it's still a long climb up the ladder for people to respect the women's side of jujitsu as much as the men's? Hmm. Yes. You know, I used to think that it wasn't as long um, that we were gaining more progress, but now, like sometimes, I'll see. You know, they'll start doing the highlights for Worlds or whatever, and there's no women yeah. in the video highlights. Yeah, like, the like, biggest guys. Part, like, the biggest talk about it for this year was the fact that they had to stop the women's, like, competition because of the fight that was in the stands. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's That was, like, crazy. the worst it's part. Ridiculous. It's like, really? Like, you guys just ruined it for yeah, everybody else. exactly. It's just, you know, sometimes I... I think like okay yeah we're getting we're getting there we're making yeah. progress and we it's come a long ways and everything but there's still those setbacks where you're like I'm watching this world's highlight and I'm not seeing a single women's match and they had some badass matches yeah no you know for what sure. I mean like there's tons of action there's tons of submissions yeah you know it's not only you know the referee decisions are so you know sometimes with the black belt level they're so evenly matched that 
you don't get anywhere. Yeah. Because they just kind of X each other out. Yeah. So. Well, it's not like in now that Gabby's not in there, you know, it's not like, okay, it's going to be like an actual competitive match. It's not going to yeah. be like, okay, well, this giant is going up against this average sized person. Mm-hmm. She doesn't compete anymore? Only well, in she MMA. Was at, she's, she's, she was at Pan Am's. She, um, last time I saw her competing, anything was kicking an old lady in the face. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and she did. Well, no, she she competed at Fight to Win. Um, oh, this she, past like, weekend, I think yeah, it was. No, two weeks ago. Okay. And she like got a record win. Like, okay, yeah, of course you're gonna get like a record like speed choke. Like, look at the size mm-hmm. of you, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's like all the drama that that goes behind her and everything that's it. But it's like. It's never been fair to me. Like, why am I going to watch this? That's not fair. Like, clearly there's cheating going on. Yeah. Like, at least if you had Mackenzie against Nicolini, like, you knew that was going to be a competitive match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Michelle against Tammy. Yeah. Like, you knew that was going to be a tough match. Yeah. But now it's like, well, who's going to want to see that? If anything, it's probably going to set things back even more. Like, yeah, now that's so getting popularity. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, also, when she was competing more, the women, even though there's such a size difference, were figuring her out. Yeah. You know? And even, like, when when Anna Carolina went up against her, I think it was at Pan Am's, if I'm not mistaken. But she said, next time I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? She was figuring her out as they had the the match going on, you know? So if she was in there more often, these top black belts would pick her apart. Yeah. Once they figured out what the key, you know what I mean? What that key is to the lock. Yeah. And then there was like a lot of different things too, that they were still kind of pushing in the the rule restriction. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie got the win. What was it? That was the, I think it was Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like where she got the win by points and she was starting to pick away at it and like figure it out. Yeah. I agree. Despite, the, the size difference mm-hmm. she was starting to, to get at it I think now if I mean what's uh, Tyann if she's gonna sit there go up against Gabby for sure I'd put the, put her up against Gabby yeah, yeah. Like and I, even the um, the absolute winner this year uh, Nat- Natalie oh. she won her division and absolute she she's actually coming she's coming for a camp with Anna Carolina in um, August end of August September yeah um I'm sure she would have a good a good chance, you know, if she went For up sure. against her. She she's really good, really badass. So, you know. I, I always thought it was funny, like with Tammy, because you you guys knew Tammy Mike even more than I did, <clears throat> and we always mm-hmm. talk about like how we train with them and like the whole difference with them. Like Tammy was always the like I'm not trying to be the role model for women's jujitsu. Yeah, like, she I never wanted compete. that role. Do you think that's for like a lot of women? They don't want that. Because that's yeah, got to be a lot of pressure for her. It you, is. Right? All eyes are on you. And she had different goals in mind. You know, she's in law school. Yeah. So that's I being mean, and in that's jiu-jitsu. even worse because that makes you even more of a type of role model. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, she's in law school. She's world champion. She's this. She's that. You know, but she never, she never wanted that. How messed up is it that she just won Worlds? And she did, like, no training for it whatsoever. <laughs> She's just a phenom. How bad is that? <laughs> like, she literally said, like, I didn't get to train that much. This Listen, like, she's been training her entire life. Her body knows exactly what to yeah, do. Yeah, but it's different when you're studying for law school. Yeah. She's studying I, for the I, bar I now. Theory, yeah. When it comes to kids and training, man. You know, like, kids, uh, they, they pick up techniques so fast. Super quick. Super quick. Yeah. Much more advanced than adults do. 
I believe it's because their brain, while it's developing, yeah, just absorbs everything and it becomes a Listen, part of who they are. One of the girls, little girl, you got to see this girl. I think we might have trained with them before at Jocko at some point. Mm-hmm. This little black girl is like this tall, and I talk so much trash to her. When I went to watch her the other day at BJJ Tour, mm-hmm. if you were just to look, it's like, and let's say I'm really far away and I'm looking at an adult moving. The way, like, you see her, like, just kind of warming up and just jumping yeah. around. It's like, you don't see that. Yeah. It's like you have an adult capability of controlling your muscles. Yeah. Compared yeah. to if you see a kid, like, warming yeah, up. Yeah, they're just, like, hopping arms. around. Yeah. It's like I, I just saw a 20-something-year-old woman, like, getting ready to compete. Yeah. Uh, she's only just three feet tall, though. <laughs> it was insane. It's, it's crazy. insane. And it happens a lot. Listen, I watched a kid just full-on just Sionagi just... This one kid, off the bat, shake hand, pound, just went up, boom, boom. Like, man, yeah. at your age, I could barely still walk straight. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're sitting <laughs> know, there doing this crazy. stuff. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, we've been training, man. I, I met Tammy. I think she was 12 years old, and I trained with her. I was a white belt. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just crazy. Just the way she moved then, she she knew. She knew exactly what she was doing. Mikey was probably like eight years old. They trained in the adults class at that age. Yeah. You know, so it, they, they've been doing this their whole lives. You know, they're just phenoms. She's just made for it, you know. How many championships do you think Mikey could win? Can? Yeah. Because he's only, many, what, 22? However many Mikey he's 22. wants. 22. I think he just turned 22. Yeah. And he's won three. I'm telling however many Mikey wants is however many <laughs> Mikey's going to win. Because he, listen, he's only 22. Yeah. And he's already got three. To a certain weight class, though. To a certain I, weight I would, class. I would give him that. To a certain I mean, weight he, class. I mean, Mikey's never going to hit Everyone's 200. human. Everyone's he's going to sit there. He's going to hover around to 145. Yeah. He's probably going to get to 165 probably at his heaviest. Probably, yeah. Like, I think he'll always mm-hmm. just cut down to 145, 155. Yeah, because he's, he's a... How tall is he? He's 5'8". 5'8"? Five five eight. Eight. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 165 would probably be his max. But, yeah, he's he's just going to keep on winning. As long as he keeps on competing, I, I believe he's going to keep on winning. That's nutty. You know? That's like yeah. just blows my mind. Yeah, you guys so want to get into some, like, crazy news? Yeah. You might What's like up? some of the stuff I got written down, actually. So... <laughs> Every every show I try to like pull up like some of the craziest news or whatever that like comes to mind or stuff that's more relevant, whether mm. it's MMA or jujitsu, whatever. Um, speaking of jujitsu, Rafael Lovato Jr. Nine and zero MMA. You know what his next fight Pressure is? Pass. What's up? He's coming Gegard up for a belt. Oh yeah, yeah. Gegard Mousasi oh, yeah, for that the got, belt. That got delayed. Yeah, yeah. It did. right. So Gegard Mousasi against oh Rafael Lovato yeah. Jr. for the belt. I definitely want to see that. Who you got? I'm gonna. I'll take. Let's take bets. And Sean's not here. I'm taking bets with you guys. Half hour, so second we'll do, round submission. I'll do S- Steph. All right, and then Jason, and then me. So you're going with Gegard? No. Nope. You're going with Rafael Lovato? Yes. All right. Yes. Right. We've been a fan of him for a long time. Long time. Long time. He's awesome. I based my my pressure passing off of his. He, yeah. He. Uh, he released a DVD, but before that, he used to put out uh, little clips and stuff yeah, on, yeah. on social media and all that stuff with just little techniques on how to pressure pass. And as a white belt, I just used to study them all the yeah. time, man. And yeah, man. Rafael Lovato Jr. all yeah. the way. You got Lovato? Yeah, man. I got Lovato too. I think, right. um, yeah, I saw a post, I think today, 
on now, Instagram or something. He's like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm ready for yeah. this. Yeah, he did. You know? he's, he's definitely in shape. But here's what I'm throwing at you. All right. Gay guard is 46, 6, and 2. Gay guard is no slouch whatsoever. Listen, just follow me on this, mm-hmm. right? Gay guard is 46, 6, and 2. He's only 3 and 0 in Bellator. Mm-hmm. Right? He just jumped mm-hmm. straight up and got the belt. Lovato's 9 and 0. Mm-hmm. But he's 5-0 and in Bellator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the thing, all right? If you look at Lovato, he's only got two KOs, five submissions. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard for the jiu-jitsu guy, right? Yeah. For yeah. someone that's 9-0, that's that's not bad. Gegard is 26 KOs. Has more KOs 12 than submissions, this guy has fights. But he's got 12 submissions. Mm-hmm. He submitted Mark Hunt back in the day, all right? Okay. He submitted Mark Munoz and Melvin Manhoff. Okay. I'm not saying he's really black belt level, but his he grappling. He probably is though. He he might be. I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's like he's got black belt capabilities. I don't think mm-hmm. he's technically a black belt yet. Like I okay. think if you put him up legitimately like with Lovato, Justin Gee yeah. or something like that, yeah, he might black belt. He might yeah. hold his yeah. own for a little bit, but it won't last that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he still has some submissions and stuff on there. Yeah, for sure. But with 26 KOs, and Lovato hasn't really gone up with anyone that kind of like power just yet. Yeah, I know. It's going to be. I'm I, hoping for I, a good fight. I'm rooting for Lovato yeah. as a jiu-jitsu guy, too. But Gay is a bad <laughs> motherfucker. How, how old is Lovato now? How old is he? Oh, it's like 30s, late 30s. Yeah. He's And Lusasi, same? Yeah. Late yeah, he's 30s. like 38. Yeah. yeah. So my, my point of the question is I believe he's uh, intelligent enough to prepare. And I don't think he's going to allow ego and all that to, to no, take Lovato, unnecessary yeah. risks. Yeah, Lovato's so, going to take stupid risks. So I believe mm. I, I believe that he'll be cool, calm, and collective. He'll keep his composure, and he'll get it, he'll get it done. Yes, he'll get but it done. you as a professional fighter, and, uh-huh. and as, a professional, as a and, professional, and you and I both know anything everyone's happen. got a game plan. <laughs> yeah, until you get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he yeah. hasn't been rocked yet. He hasn't took, like, a solid... He's taken a couple of, like, mean shots, mm. but I don't think which, he's taken anybody's yeah, which, shot. Like, which means he doesn't Musashi have those miles. He doesn't have, he doesn't those, have miles. those miles. He doesn't have that weak so chin it, just it yet. Can, it can work in his favor to where he can absorb a lot more punishment. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out, you know, when it actually goes right. down. But uh, I'm still going with Lovato. So who are you going with? He's yeah. obviously going for gay guy. I want to go... <laughs> I want to root for Lovato so bad. <laughs> yeah. But I've made the mistake before yeah. of letting my my passion to like support people yeah. cloud yeah. my judgment yeah. on what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm going full yeah. fanboy on this. I one. know, and I, and I, I do that a lot too. I've like I lost so many bets because care. I'm like, no, yeah. he's gonna win. Like, I know he's not, but I'm yeah. still gonna go for him. Yeah. I want to say that it goes to decision. Against Gegard, I Five think. Rounds? Yeah, I think yeah. that Gegard is gonna sit there and Be have smart. some bad spots. If it doesn't go to decision, I would say probably fourth round he's gonna get submitted. What was the injury that put him out that they had to delay for Gegard? Yeah, I don't he was remember. injured. That's, yeah, because this why is why the second time the fight, uh, yeah. the fight is supposed to take place. I'm wondering. Yeah, I probably would get injured a lot too if I had to get a fucking fight. <laughs> 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 I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm out. I need Guys, another six months. I need at least six weeks. Because Lovato's got hands too, man. It's, he's not a joke. He's not. No, I'm telling He's you, not man. that level striker, but I don't know just to be to be that guy, I'm gonna go with Gay Guard. 
Yeah. All right. All right. If the submission doesn't happen by the fourth round, it's gate guard. He's going to take decision. the decision. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see it. So we got that one. So you're, you're anticipating a straight-up striker versus grappler and where the um, grappler can't take the striker down. And then the striker starts picking up. I'm thinking that Gegard has good enough takedown defense mm-hmm. and good oh, enough yeah, defense. For sure. Yeah, of like, course. I think that Lovato is still Experience, super freaking yeah. quick where he's going to be able to stay calm under pressure. And it's like the people that he trains with is no joke. But I think Gegard has, with that many fights on your belt, you're going to be pretty calm under any like situation. Like, when's the last time you remember Gegard really being like out of pocket where it looks mm-hmm. like he was really scrambling? Maybe one of the last couple of UFC fights, but nothing really where he looks like he's out of his his element. element yeah, you know? and he always has that stone face anyway. So he's, I think he's just that yeah. ugly. That's you never all. see him. You <laughs> never see him in a bad spot. <laughs> all right, we got. Uh, you saw what happened with Paulo Costa? No. no. Paulo Costa was suspended retroactively, suspended for six months because he took an IV, and they said he was taking IV, but he was getting medication that was approved it was all USADA approved because like stomach issues that he had Uh one of his teammates was actually blackmailing him it was one of his trainers that had photos of him with the IV which is what everything caused up and he started leaking the photos saying like hey if you don't pay me this much I'm like releasing these photos so that was like a whole big issue like how fucked up is that especially it was just yeah. like IV and it's an actual issue it's and not it's like the man was cheating and it's a medication that he's prescribed but the problem is is everybody was already accusing him like everybody's I mean come on Paulo Costa is, is a buff mm-hmm. dude like mm-hmm. he'd be like come on come yeah. on what, what is it knows, but man. like no he's he's solid so yeah his trainer uh, blackmailed him to give me a uh, Give me this amount of money or I'll release the tapes. He's like... And it was his actual trainer? It was one of his trainers. Yeah, they cut him off the team. And now he's like, that trainer's trying to reach out to other teams. To well, look at what happened uh, with, uh, with TJ Dillashaw, him. right? Everyone has always accused him from Alpha Male. Yeah. You know, well, you know, they, they weren't public about it. But within the group themselves, they knew. Yeah, you know they knew. I mean? and, uh, and then after he split and went to, uh, to Bang, Bang Muay Thai... Uh, it, it started coming out. Yeah, this yeah. guy uses. Well, because he wasn't uses. part of the team yeah, anymore. Exactly. This guy uses. The and mm-hmm. then, like everyone else, he's denying it. Nah, nah, nah. And then, boom. You get but look at, yeah, but look at Chad Mendez. <laughs> like, Chad Mendez, like, got popped too. And he's like, oh, it's yeah. for my. Yeah, yeah. It's for my skin condition, like, mm, bro. It's like, you don't uh, get you don't get a six pack of abs from the cream from yeah, your yeah. skin condition. I wish, Let me get case, that cream, please. Me, me, I got. I, I got need vitiligo. It now. I got that vitiligo. <laughs> Give me that screen cream. I'm good. So yeah, no, it, that's one of those, and I think it's gonna happen more and more, just because of like the popularity and everybody's just trying to get a payout. Like that kind of stuff is gonna happen yeah. more and more. Yeah. All right. Keep your circle close. To quote Nate Diaz, they're all on steroids, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Danis, did you watch Dylan Danis fight? I heard he won. He won, but Submission. he fought with a knee injury. I guess he had an LCL tear, so he fought and won. So Kavanaugh came out and said like the yeah nurse, the nurse just came out of her she's like that's not that bad lcl don't we all have lcl tears for sure for sure <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> for sure just put some tape on that thing <laughs> listen what do you think about the whole dylan danis thing like how he's calling out people he called out john jones like he's trying to he's just fishing for a fight he's just getting he's trying to get paid you know he's trying listen, to get he paid got it's a little annoying for like his attitude and yeah. like all that stuff so it's yeah. kind of like it was the worst get kicked out by the goat 
Man. What is it? History shows that uh, that America loves the bad guy. Listen. So if you're the bad guy, you get you get a you know a crap load more money and stuff like that because yeah, you draw he, the crowd. Nothing. Yeah. He's nothing. getting money Maybe from Connor. Practicing. He's Maybe he's practicing. He's getting money from Connor. Yeah. Listen, I will always be the first one to be like, "Who's the shit talker?" I love that guy. Give me that guy. When <laughs> Chael was going all out yeah. against like Anderson and Vanderlei. I loved every second yeah. of it. And look That's at look at now with uh with Polly Malinaji and He's uh, an idiot though. Polly is such Nova, an idiot. Are right? you gonna go to that fight? <clears throat> I'm not gonna go to you it. You wanna go? I'm trying to go. Where is it at? Uh in Tampa. Is it? I'm trying when? to I'm trying when to photograph it? this weekend. This weekend? Yes, oh, man. Holy shit. Why are you looking uh, at me? I know, yeah. Well he's gotta ask for permission. Let's <laughs> no, go, let's negative, go, let's negative, negative, negative. Um We're both brown belts, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going though. But um, what about Glory? Glory's coming to Orlando. I'm there. I'm he's taking. He's not gonna him. be here. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, well, I'll or be here Kasai. this weekend. Yeah, I know. Oh, like one I after know. the other. I'm going. I'm so upset. Yeah. Bro trip. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm already going up there. So. No, she's she's not going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you talk about right now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going. And, she's and not that's going. Not, that's like, not the oh, way. I, I'll that's get her, not the I'll way I would her. have worded it if I didn't know kids were listening. But uh, I'll but yeah. get her cage side or ringside at Glory, so you can watch on TV. And he's like, "Oh, there's Stephanie." That's cool, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I got the kids. I got you the kids. You can bring them. Like, oh, come on, because no. they haven't seen some of the most like when amazing. Is, when is the event? What's the date for Glory? Yeah, fourth and fifth of July. Yeah, see, I won't be here. I'll be no, in. No, uh, the fourth. And right? I'll be at West Point. You we're gonna go celebrate your duty for America with some good old kickboxing and grappling. Yeah. Yeah, no. And you know I'll be yeah. watching. Trust me, I, I enjoy my freedom as much as I can. You gotta I do work it for on it. the mats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do it on the mats, man. Seriously. No, but yeah, that one's coming. I'm trying to get to to the, the bare knuckle because the whole thing with Polly Malinaji and and uh, what's his face like Lobov Lobov Artem Lobov like Paulie is just he got he got clowned and he got mm. played so good and he just didn't realize how bad he was slipping but Connor did well yeah rock well, him. Uh, yeah I, I mean I brought that up because we were talking about the bad guy persona and uh and yeah who you know like Paulie Malinaji he's he was a retired boxer he's been out of the spotlight for a very long time yeah. now but now everybody remembers him. Now more a more fan base. But see, I don't think him. people. I don't think that many people remember the quality of work. Only like diehard boxers or people like us, where we sit there, we've been watching it. Like yeah. we remember it. But you get like the the fans yeah, I mean, that he's definitely gonna break his hands this fight. I'll tell you oh, that for sure. Definitely like, gonna break. With his hands. smaller gloves. Well, you see that it's With not bare no knuckles. Gloves. No, no, no. They changed the rules. They're gonna give them gloves, really? but they're like basically like MMA gloves. They're gonna be super thin. Yeah, they oh, had to okay. change the rules for this one. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Trust me, I've been looking for this fight for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since he slapped Artem and then you see AJ holding him back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, did you AJ. did you know that AJ's what, doing? What, AJ holding back with a pinky. Yeah, you didn't see, you didn't watch the video? <laughs> no, I remember I remember when he slapped him. I don't I and I remember uh AJ in the back taking a picture. AJ yeah, AJ's in the back, like just Snapchatting it mm. while he's like <laughs> Stop, Polly! Stop! Like, come on, man! Don't don't act like you don't want them to actually slap. I, I got a, I got other. a funny story about AJ, man. I love the guy. Uh, one day we were, we were um, quote unquote sparring yeah. back at uh, Black Zillions and stuff, and uh, and I'm sparring. He's just warming up, you know. Yeah. That, that's how it was, right? Yeah. The guy, the guy, he's he's huge now. He was the beast back then, 
and uh and uh yeah so he front kicked me a little teep and i swear i probably look like uh, uh, when you skip a rock on a lake, you know, ting, 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 ting. Man, I skipped back like at least five times, man. There was like a a, a, a 20 foot gap between us oh, in yeah. an instant, bro. Yeah. In an instant. And I'm just, as I'm schooling back, I'm like bouncing on the mat, just looking at him like, is this really happening? Like, this, is, this is what's going on in my mind as I'm bouncing back. I'm like, How far this? am I going to have to walk yeah. back yeah. to get I'm in like, range? I'm getting further and further away, buddy. <laughs> But yeah, man, that was uh, one of my one of my fond of memories of uh, Anthony Johnson. He's got so many just crazy <laughs> events at the gym. I always knew, like at the Jocko gym, I come in and when I would go and like take photos or like hang out with Ryan, I'm always in the back left corner because that's where mm-hmm. AJ used to always mm-hmm. somehow end up. He'd always be there because that's where Henry hung out the most too. Mm-hmm. So he'd always be back there. Yeah. And I just remember, I forget who he was getting ready for. I think he was getting ready for the last uh, World Series fight that he had. Oh, when he got Pope and I? It was like David Branch or something. No, no, not David Branch. Who do you have was the last one? The chubby, the, well, chubby, the heavyweights, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, it was the guy that poked him in the eye, and then. He came back and just knocked him the fuck out super quick. Yeah, he just knocked him out, yeah. We were there for that fight. Yeah, we were all there. No, we were all sitting together. No, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, they were getting ready for that fight, and nobody wanted even a piece like normally they would like go and they'll spar a little bit mm-hmm. aj was just such on a tear that he just started yelling like henry get me someone that's not a fucking track star <laughs> like they were fucking running i watched them run away run from away. him yeah like he's he was a fucking track star today i want to fucking fight yeah Fuck him. <laughs> like, that guy oh shit, that dude. guy has uh you know there's there's power and then there's just like elite level power and not too many people have that and Anthony Johnson obviously and has that. And then what's that. worse is that Tyrone hit harder than him. Yeah. That's and they crazy. literally had the measurement for it. That Tyrone <laughs> Spong hit harder than him. Yeah. And Tiago was mad. Do you remember when they had the cube up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, remember? yeah, I remember they that. Yeah, up, yeah, Tiago was pissed. Yeah, so for that. people that don't, that don't know, they set up a power cube. It was called the power cube. And they set it up on the wall, which is the worst place you could set it up. Because you were punching basically into the wall, and it, like Joe Rogan talked about it for a long time on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But basically, they set it up to measure everybody's punches, and they had AJ, and it was something crazy. And then Tiago came and just went like, bam, as hard as he could. Can you it imagine like, if you missed that shit? Fucking. I remember I punched it wall. just like casually walking my eyes, like Kakusha, like oh yeah. shit, my wrist. <laughs> like I was yeah. not set up properly to do that. But then like. I remember Tiago did it, and like he was like, "Oh, it was something like forty thousand, fifty thousand, and then mm-hmm. fucking Tyrone came in, he was like, "Just ice cold, not warmed up or nothing." Yeah. Yeah. It's like in a hundred something thousand. Yeah. Tiago was so pissed, and he kept on sitting there trying to punch it. Just, just like I can hit harder, <laughs> I can hit yeah, harder. Yeah. No man, ain't happening. But yeah, Tyrone fucking punches harder than AJ. Technique, man. It's yeah. crazy. Um, do you watch? Adam Bork's fight? Man, tell you the truth, I don't watch a lot of TV like that, man. Like, you don't watch the fights anymore? Eh, every once in a while, but I might catch him on YouTube where oh, I can man. rewind and, you know, stuff well, like that. Well, you know Adam. Who? Right? Adam Bork's from Hard Knocks. He trains with Henny. He trained a little bit of Jocko here and there. If they weren't there back in uh, Black Zealand days, then I don't know them. Well, 
Adam. Oh, oh wait, wait. This is the uh, the Bellator guy, right? This is the Bellator guy. The Bellator? Did he hit the okay. flying knee? So he had yeah. the flying knee. So I, know, Adam, I know of him mostly because I, I watch, uh, I see uh, Sean's posts and yeah, Sean trains with he's him. He's on with him all the time. So it's funny because Adam's a, a friend of mine. I've done stuff with him before. He actually is sponsored by uh, Giraffe Choke. He's like sponsored the okay. podcast too. So we were talking about it, me and, uh, and uh, my buddy from Giraffe Choke. I'm like, oh, Adam's fighting tonight. I'm like, first round for sure. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be. Like, mm-hmm. sure enough, within like 30 minutes later, it's like, oh, flying knee KO. And yeah. he does it to everybody and he pisses everybody off. So mm-hmm. you haven't been there in a while to see the sparring sessions. No, like, I, don't, I don't go to hard knocks. Man, no. you got to go in there. You got to go in there. No, I'm one. good. <laughs> you got to go in there. Why? Because they're going to get you in there? No, 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 no. He chose a Jay Z. Yeah. But you can still go in there. They're not. Yeah, no, that's uh, you and politics, cool. man. Politics. Oh, yeah. politics. There are politics everywhere you go. <laughs> I'm good, but though. I'm good. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm not saying go train and leave Jay Z. I'm saying go check it out. Say <laughs> no, what's no, up no, to people. Yeah, I, mean, I, I say what's up to him regardless. All you right. know what I mean? But it's all good. But anyway, Adam Borix with the sick KO flying knee knockout. Yeah, that in was the beautiful. Round. That was beautiful. But he the does way he it set all it up the time. Too. I have so many. Yeah, well, I have so many photos of Adam. That's like his thing. So he always does it to people randomly, and they get so pissed. And then they're sparring. They're like, what the fuck, man? Because like, he nails it a lot you of the times. You know that it's coming. There's but nothing it, you can do to stop it. His timing is so good because he'll do it from, like, 20 feet away. And wow. he'll still get pretty close to it if he mm-hmm. doesn't hit it. I've seen him, like, snag uh, MJ with it. Yeah. I've seen him, like, spar a little bit with, like, Luke. And even Luke's kind of like, all right, I'm going to be careful with this guy because he's going to fucking throw it. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Adam Borks and... Uh, a giraffe choke and then uh you saw chael retired yeah man yeah it's kind of about time he should have retired like five six years yeah. ago yeah i love chael he had his I think time he's hilarious yeah but he's got his submission underground tournament he does he just has he to focus on that more is that happening in portland yeah that's all in portland he's is that the one trouble. aj's on <laughs> you know that right yeah, yeah so AJ, aj's grappling aj's mm-hmm. grappling against craig jones and he's oh, been training man. with neil melanson on it yeah. Who's been training with Neil? Craig? AJ. Oh, AJ. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, That's good. Me? Well, as soon as I found out, I text AJ. I was like, bro, is this for real? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I know. I no, saw the post. Yeah, I thought it was a joke, too. Yeah. I was like, is this Craig Jones? It's like, I didn't know that Man. they were friends like that, that you could fuck around like that. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're not. They're definitely going to compete. And I think he's yeah. actually trying to do a different one. He's trying to do the same one that um, that Jay-Z is trying to get on, that Substars. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's that's gonna coming do up. that too. Yeah, he's gonna do. Uh, he wants to take the the Nicky Rod challenge. Mm-hmm. This is AJ still talking about. Yeah, well, they good a for him. Bunch man. Good of guys for him. on there. I like. I like to see. Uh, I just think it's funny that it's like he fucking hated like anything. No, to that's do what with I'm grappling. saying. I, I like to see people progress and evolve as as people and in their martial arts careers because this guy we all know he's a knockout artist and if you you remember him from back in the day, man. When grappling, like he, you know, he was like, "Man, I ain't with that." He was know? like, "He was like Cosmo." He's I, like, "I'm yeah. skipping grappling." Today. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I, like, I'm I, not asked doing him, it. I asked him one time, I was like, "Hey, man, where you gonna put the gear?" I said, like, "Man, I ain't about that shit." You know what I like, mean? So, so you know, so it, it's nice yeah. to see that he's uh, he's into grappling now, man. Did you see so, Cosmo calling out Vitor? Oh, really? No. Did he? You serious right no, now? No, I didn't see that. Oh I'm, my! I, I text Cosmo. him right now. What are you talking about? Text, no, I did. Cosmo I was gonna right say, now. I just uh, saw Cosmo. He went his first training back from his fight with yeah. Sage was in the gi. Yeah, he yeah, called him crazy. out, bro. He like after he won the Sage Northcutt fight, he made a post that he had an interview. He said like, "Who do you want to fight next?" He's like, "I would love to like welcome Vitor to One FC." 
Cosmo, wow. you're my hero all over again, bro. <laughs> I'm like, because I, I asked Jay-Z, too. I was like, bro, is this for real? He's like, yeah, man, I got to talk to Cosmo, oh, see yeah. what's going I'm on. The, I'm, I'm like, you guys are teammates. Yeah. I'm like, it happens. Wow. Man, I saw... Some unfinished business yeah. from the gym. Last time I saw Vitor was last year, and I was doing a photo shoot next door to XPE, and I was like, oh, let me go say what's up to all the XPE people that I know. And mm-hmm. I walk in, and it's just one of the coaches and Vitor. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, what's going on, man? Like, yeah, you know, I got to stay in shape. You train him. Like, you're going to fight again, aren't you? Yeah. He's like, no, no, man. I was like, come on, Vitor. Like, I see it. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be in here. If you didn't want to sit there and fight again, he's like, I've had people ask me, like, I'm thinking about it, this, that, and the and other. Yeah, somebody then, calling you out. Like a month later, like, they make the announcement he's going for like one FC. He's like, damn. But he hasn't fought yet. It'd be yeah. good to see. Yes. It would be good to see. Who would you got? Who'd you get? Cosmo. Oh, come Cosmo. on. That, that's no Cosmo question about that. Cosmo Alexander, bro. Come you on. You think that, that Vitor would want to strike with him or would you try and, like, grapple with him? No, Vitor is definitely going to want to strike with him. And then I hope Cosmo just tears his ass up. Damn. And that's it. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you had it like that for Vitor. I don't, but I hope, <laughs> I hope Cosmo just fucking fucks his world up, bro. And I don't, I don't curse a lot, but we'll just leave it. No, at people, that. people like kind of downplay Cosmo going into the Sage fight. No, listen, like this guy is legit. You guys gotta recognize. But that's the thing is, people don't know unless you are Follow legitimate Muay into Muay Thai or even then. I mean, he had MMA fights before, yeah. and I said it. I'm like, whoever allowed that deal to go through yeah. must not like Sage. Yeah. I know. And I know 1FC, the way that 1FC plays their games and they do stuff. So Sage must have gotten a pretty paycheck for that. Because yeah, whoever agreed to that, they wanted the murder. And like 1FC will do that to people. They'll throw people mm. under the bus. They've done that to, to Herbert. There, there were two factors yeah. involved. Someone definitely wanted Sage to lose. And another person did not know who the hell Cosmo was. Well, that, I think that's they're that, in that side of the, of the world's... You know what I mean? Um, Thailand is really close. Like, like well, they should know. Asia loves Cosmo. They, they yeah. should. Asia loves yeah, Cosmo. They should. But, like, but listen, 1FC's got Russian money in there now, too. So that's right. the thing. It's There's a lot of, like, gang activity involved in 1FC. Yeah, yo, I got kids, so we're going to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, I can say it. You didn't say it. I said it. For the record. For the record. For the record. So would you fight again or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would love to fight, man. I was going to... In fact, I was uh, trying to fight June 28th, but that's the Where? day I'm leaving with the military for Titan. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good fight for you. Yeah, but Lex that's the day I'm freaking leaving, so well, I can't. if anyone's going to understand that, it's Lex. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Of course, so. of course. Yeah. He's a really cool so, guy. Yeah. Speaking of shit-talking, did you see Gordon Ryan calling out Robert Drysdale? I did not see that. Oh, my God. You would love to shit Is it going to happen? No. Well, so what happened was Gordon wanted to fight Drysdale years mm-hmm. ago yeah mm-hmm. and drysdale's like basically saying get on my level he's like i don't fight mm. people with no accolades like get a couple of like championships under your belt yeah, then come get talk an adcc title okay so gordon when he got his like he championships his and he called him back out he's like so they were going back and forth on instagram like, where's my phone like they were talking so much shit back and forth just for like two or three days in a he's row. He's got to take it now. If he told him that back in the day, well, Gordon no. Ryan's he's put like, in the work. He's like, I've been retired for like whatever amount of years now. Like, I'm not going to fight you. You would probably beat me in Nogi, yes. Like, Gi is a different thing. It was like a whole different thing. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like he definitely waited too long in mm-hmm. the whole argument to finally just say it. Yeah. But 
Gordon Ryan is kind of going into the whole McGregor shit talking thing too. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying earlier, man. It's the freaking bad guy persona, you know. Here in America, on the West, man, that shit gets you paid. That's just how it is. That's I mean, if you is. think People about love it, though, drama. If you think about it, though, it's in any like event, money making martial art, it happens. It's gonna happen. Glory kickboxing has it. They're mm-hmm. not blatant like stuff like that, but guys are talking shit about each other all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Boxing yeah. has always had it. Yeah. Boxing well, has boxing, always had boxing's it. Boxing's the worst. Boxing yeah. is just bad, Donald. It's like <laughs> they they do such a horrible job at shit talking. They do such a bad job. It used to be an art form. Not anymore. Well, I mean, like, back in the day. Well, well, no. Boxing will always be the sweet science. But I I just, I don't know, man. Like, when you walk into, you've been into boxing gyms, obviously. When you walk into a boxing gym, the air is thick with with testosterone. You know what I mean? And ego. And and, mold. It's fucking disgusting. With black mold and spores. This is why, like, the only reason... Why all these fighters don't get sick is because they got broken noses. Because anybody with a normal <laughs> nose that walks into a legitimate boxing gym, you're going to have a sinus infection by the end of the day. You can mark my words. I've been in some shit gyms. Uh, like, uh, you know, from what I've done, oh I've God. walked into so many gyms everywhere around the world. If you don't cover your nose up, you're going to fuck up. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a little controversy to, uh, to this podcast. Oh, now who's got the agenda? <laughs> <laughs> right. He just, he just moved his phone, so he looked right. it up. He just looked so agenda. Agenda. Here's, here's my thing. I just want somebody to uh, to uh, answer this question. Right? Yeah. So why is it when a uh, when a MMA guy MMA guy goes to a boxing gym, he has to do boxing? Now, of course, I completely understand. You're going to a boxing gym. You want to learn boxing. You're gonna do you're gonna do boxing, right? But then a boxer comes to an MMA gym. And then everybody has to do boxing. Why is that? Because their legs don't have the 10, 15 years of buildup that everybody else in the fucking room does. And he's also guaranteed the one that's making the most amount of money of everybody in that fucking room. (laughs) But here's the thing. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Then boxers have this, have this, uh, this notion, right? This idea that they're just way better at fighting because because they they don't uh they don't put themselves into that situation where you're actually in a real fight versus one dimension well, you just you see what your i'm saying question. you answer uh, we both know the answer I it's want, like they're I, not gonna have remember I, I how many times this. that we see rigandau at the at the gym yeah he never he never yeah, exactly. of course but but the majority of times he was there he was prepping for his own fights right correct so but yeah but I'm talking about when an MMA fighter, period, goes to a boxing gym. Yeah, you're going to do boxing. But when a, when a boxer comes to an MMA gym, everybody has to cater to them. I mean, outside I of can't the, stand that. Outside is, of the is, shit is talking, outside of like, just like, okay, we're saying like, you know, MMA and like in an actual fight. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, it is more beneficial for every single one of those MMA fighters to be learning the boxing from him than it is the other way around. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes, on on the occasion where he's actually teaching, correct? Correct. Right. If you come when in the gym for teaching. sparring, but if you're coming in there, you go to, to an MMA train. gym. You should. Let's say just if the boxer's coming in there to train to spar, right? 
why does everybody only have to box? no kicks today yeah no, no kicks, kicks no takedowns like we like and, and i understand i mean you know it, it's not fair it's not fair for the mma fighter to just go beat him up because you know whatever it's it's easy yeah, yeah what point. are you gonna get it's like you, know I mean? you might as well how well but have. i don't like i don't like when a boxer will come in and 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 they're shielded, they're protected, and then they leave with the idea that, that they're oh they can that hang they're with better, them. You know, yeah. I don't like that. I I don't disagree with you. I think <clears throat> I'm looking at it from the from a, a money and gym owner perspective as a coach. Again, it comes down to all these fighters are going to get more out of this training session by doing it that way than to have the boxer fend for his life, possibly <laughs> blow an ACL. Just yeah, because, not be able to box. right? Yeah. So it's like it's kind of it. one of those things. It's it's not an unspoken rule, but it's one of those things. Like if I'm the boxer and you're the MMA fighter, mm-hmm. you know, I know, we both are gonna try and protect our egos to a certain aspect of it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we both know. Like if Who's I don't gonna? catch you with my hands, then I'm fucked. <clears throat> but if I catch you with my hands, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like maybe maybe. 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 I don't know, man. There's a couple of people that got hands. Like that's no, why yeah, I want to see. What, like that's why I think it's <laughs> funny with the Lobov Malinaji fight. It's like, well, you gotta have the MMA fighter is gonna have tougher hands. Well, anybody's got tougher hands than than Pauly. <laughs> that's but what I'm saying. He's definitely gonna break his hands sure. in this fight. But then you told me he's getting gloves, so they they obviously they're, they're, gonna, yeah, wrap. they're gonna be Are thin. They, like, they're gonna wrap hands. Also, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna wrap hands and they're just gonna have like a. a I light mean, he broke barrier. his hands with pillows on him, so he's regardless yeah. of what, he's probably gonna break his hands. Listen, in this fight. Yeah. it's like once you have that many micro fractures, and you're not gonna end up really healing them all back up. Maybe there his hands had time to toughen up, but listen, he got rocked by Connor. Like I saw the clip. It's kind of like you still just all you're gonna do is take that shot. You got miles and miles compared to to Artem. So let me see. Um, Bare knuckle. Poly fight. Let's see rules. I'm pretty sure that I 99% sure read that they they're gonna have uh, gloves on of some sort. Um, While he's looking that up, what's the date for the uh, Zenobia Open again? It's August 11th. August 11th. Sunday, August. It's 11th. the day after Sunday, my birthday. August 11th. <laughs> Two um, weeks before. Two weeks wow. before Old Master Worlds, Old Master and uh, World. that's in Las Vegas, yeah. And two weeks after Orlando Open, so. If the Orlando mm-hmm. Open is July twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Yeah, so it's about two weeks. Two weeks. A uh, week and a half or so. Yep. Yeah. That's gonna be gi and no gi. Should be a good tournament. Yeah. Are you gonna do Orlando? Thinking about it. I'm gonna do it. I would it. like to drop a weight class. We'll see. I got so screwed over with BJJ Tour. Why? You had because to go up. I, oh, yeah, I saw that. You had to go up like two weight classes. Well, I went up because so after I did my kickboxing kickboxing tournament last year, mm-hmm. kind of fucked up a little bit on the food and kind of <laughs> got bigger because I got muscle, yeah. but I stayed up there, so I stayed at 225. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not going to kill my weight like no. over like BJJ tour. Like I BJJF, like I'll come back down, whatever. So I can't find it, but I'll update it later on. Um so I was like, screw it, I can do 222. So I was going to drive up Friday night, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not going to make weight this way. So I stayed, did an hour in the sauna. Mm-hmm. Cool, four pounds. I just don't drink or eat anything. Yeah. Wake up at 2.16, enough to have a cup of coffee, piece of bread, and I'm cool. Like, I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. Yeah. One match is all I had. Okay. The other guy, 
came down from like open. So he mm. was like, there's no way he was my weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he How much was. I'm assuming open because I didn't. Well, I'm assuming. Oh, he came down from open. Yeah. Yeah, but How he much did. did he weigh? Open. Yeah. No, he did like <laughs> he didn't have to cut. So I'm assuming he probably weighed a solid 235, 240. Mm. Like he's cool. I'm gonna try and get him on the podcast just to like ask him and stuff too. But he yeah. wasn't. He for sure wasn't 222. Yeah, he'd have to sit in the sauna for an hour. Because he even said, or like even said it to me, like because we started talking about it after the fact. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you doing the open? He's like, yeah, but I don't think you and I are in the same weight class. I'm like, I know we're not in the same <laughs> fucking weight class. So trust me, I know. <laughs> But no, it was just the, that one was, it was stupid. Like I was fine. Mm-hmm. The scales were so far off. You know, their little test scale yeah. said that I was 222 on okay. the dot. I'm like, or no, yeah, I was like 221. I'm like, all right, cool. I can have a sip of water, mm-hmm. like just to hold me off, you know? Mm-hmm. Then I finally get onto the scale, the real scale, 217, 216. Like, I could have been drinking this whole fucking morning. Yeah, you morning. could have had something else to they eat. They probably had it on the soft surface, like no, a carpet they, or something. No, it was, it was the... Hardwood? The, yeah, it was the hardwood. Even then, it doesn't oh, matter. The, the scale hardwood. was just jacked? Yeah. yeah, the well, it was a piece of shit, like home medics, $10 scale oh. from Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. So it's like, I knew it was going to be off. But I knew that compared to the one I have at home, that whether it's two or three pounds like i'm good you know mm-hmm. but not down to 216 217 yeah like man that's three pounds of water i could have at least had and yeah, feel exactly. hydrated even if it was just one match yeah. but it and i was always confusing like for the weight classes like should you drop should you just stay like i feel i competed uh light was the last division i competed i felt strong felt good i could eat you know, I wasn't worried about, you know, having that added stress about losing yeah. any water or not eating or drinking the whole day. Like, I just kind of chilled out the whole day until I competed. Like, whereas if I want to drop a weight class, like, that's you another stress. stress. Yeah. But see, I feel like difference between us doing that compared to, like, an MMA-like weight cut is if you really really focused in on your training mm-hmm. like not in the gym but like outside of the gym the conditioning and everything mm-hmm. and the the food like you can easily do it yeah you can easily drop that weight no problem without stressing it you know you just have to be super clean cut on everything yeah. compared to like okay you got to do that and you got to cut the water weight the week up yeah mma fighters yeah it's a science to the mma cut weight cut look at what mikey did Mike had to go oh shave his gosh, head. Gosh, that was crazy. For 0.4 ounces. It's crazy what he did. And then you got to weigh in with the gi, which is a pain also, so I think. I think, yeah. And then, so Orlando is gi and no gi. Yeah. Like, if you're doing both days, you just weigh in the first day with your gi on. I don't really know how that works. It's and then the next day, do you have to weigh in again? No gi? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you still have to. You have to weigh in both days? Yeah. Oh, That's okay. crazy. Yeah, you have to weigh in both days. It's two separate, all... Like, manners of speaking, is two separate tournaments mm-hmm. just done at the same weekend. The yeah, same that's event. true. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, why some God. people can do two different weight classes, like, the same day. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes no sense to me. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so I do this one at light early in the morning and then do the heavy one in the afternoon. Like, I'm good. I don't need all that stress in my no, life. No, I, like, <laughs> I don't either. I no, thanks. <laughs> either way, if I go back down to 205, then I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm. my biggest thing has always been, like, having the strength to... Because it's always yeah, exactly. been, for me, it's always the guys are stronger. It's always the guys are stronger. Yeah, it's never the technique. It's they're always stronger. Yeah, yeah if I, and especially, like, I'm I'm short. So, 
I feel great. I feel strong at lightweight or featherweight. Which one do I want to go to? You know what I mean? I feel. Let me ask you this though. Because it always pisses me off when they have the open weight, like the open, like absolute weight, Mm -hmm. and it's like someone your size or someone my size, and then you get someone Sean's size. What do you think? Should that be allowed? Should that really be allowed? Uh, like, open regardless weight, of being you know, open weight, you know that that's But does a... that really count as jujitsu? <laughs> well, I mean, flying arm bars all day. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> what's the history of jujitsu? The big guy versus the little guy, right? Yeah, but then so why in a sense, in that sense, yeah, it's it's. That could also you know, happen at my tournament allowed, too. We don't even yeah. know. The girls are gonna show up. Like, all right, number one, Stephanie, you're at lightweight. Number one on the other team is you know so super you, heavyweight. Yeah. But to be fair, back then, it was one guy knew what he was doing while the other guy, you know, was just like a street thug or whatever. And today, well, yeah, like, today people like Sean, who are gigantic, know what they're doing. So, yeah, it's, but it's even different. then, like, then they stall out. And it's like, oh, okay, so I mm-hmm. lost because some fat yeah, guy decided yeah, to lay on me the whole time. Too, but... <laughs> It then wouldn't happen. you be mad? I would be mad. Well, yeah. I, mean, I would hey, be mad because I'm just there to compete. I've you know, been, like, don't, don't hold me down. Like, if you're going to beat, like, beat me, beat me. But yeah. don't just, like, lay down. Like, okay, like, that's what pisses yeah. me off because it's Can't happened to me twice. Can't let those kind of people take you down. Mm-hmm. Can't let those people take you down, man. Man, this guy got <laughs> me good, too. Like, he tried to throw me. Uh-huh. And then, like, he just messed up, so I went straight to his back. Oh, nice. He went for, like, a drop Sayonagi, yeah. and then just went, boom, straight to the backpack. Yeah. And I just, oh, my gosh. I had the bow and arrow, and uh, man, I'll talk more about it afterwards because I have my own thoughts, and I don't want to like really, really talk shit about the guy who was a super nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the longest five minutes of any tournament I've ever had. It was the longest. I don't know those competition clocks; they they tick to a certain <sighs> different time, like you're nearing a black hole or something, or time just, slows down. One point one seconds. Listen, eh. like I just remember like. Scramble, scramble, going, holding, doing all a million things happen at once, and I look up. And it's like three forty-seven. <laughs> I was gonna say Fuck. four minutes and thirty seconds left out of a five-minute match. I'm telling you, that clock. Well, it's, it's, it's got to be near for a black like hole. MMA, like for like that last fight, because I remember like seeing you look up at the clock, and like I never see you look up trying to find the clock that it, often. It was. It it wasn't. And that it, was. It was more of. Because if you remember, the guy kept me up against the cage. Yeah. Very similar to what we're yeah. talking about now. He was kind of just like laying on me. And I had to go up in weight class. I couldn't find a fight yeah. at 145. So I went up in weight. And he was able to he was able to control me up against the cage. He was a bigger dude. And that's when I looked up at the clock. I was like, how how long have I been up yeah, against up this against damn cage? cage you yeah, know? there was a couple of times mm-hmm. that you were held and up against the cage. Yeah, for a while. I watched. I watched the uh, I watched uh, rewatching a fight. I was up there for a little over two minutes. Yeah. The ref should have broke that up. But who was the ref? I forget. It was the. I uh, you know I what I love the guy. The I just don't I don't know his name. Uh, yeah. It was the short uh, dude with the the semi. It wasn't Mike. It wasn't Mike Cardoso. Not Cardoso. Uh, Mike. Um, yeah. I, I'm horrible with names, but great with faces. He's on yeah, the podcast so. too. I gotta talk. I gotta hit him up. It yeah. wasn't Mike. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Mike, because Mike is really good at being fair. There's a couple of the other refs, like. For, Man, it took Jay Z turning around and telling me. Yeah, 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 and but, I was screaming. But here's, here's Everyone the thing. around me here's was the thing. screaming. As as a as a fighter, I took the fight, 
uh, it was it was my decision to do so. So I should have been able to get off the fence. For so sure. So hats off to the man. He did what he had no, to do. No, you to guys win. had a good fight, man. I thought it was a good fight. You yeah. had a you had a couple of really good body shots, like kicks and like full on body shots that they were good. Because I remember you hitting them like fuck. That was a solid shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I, was I, 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 uh, was a few good ones. He may have got the decision, but I know uh, I know he was hurting a little more than I was the next day. So. I'll good. take that. I'll it was a good that. fight because I, I know him too. I forget his name, but I know him too. Like, I, from all the times I've been at ATT and stuff, he's a good dude. So mm-hmm. I know there wasn't anything bad. Yeah, no. Nah, he was a good dude. He was, he was. You know, we spoke after the fight. You know, yeah. uh, you know, we might be we we may have fought, but you know, we're human beings. And uh, afterwards, I, I I'm not with that. You know, trash talking or anything yeah. like that. So I went up. I I asked him if he was all right. He asked me if I was all right, and everything was good. So congratulations to him. Uh, again, I'm horrible with names, great with faces, so I I, I forget <laughs> his name too. But uh, if you're out there listening, man, good stuff, bro. So do you know what the, to the, rest the next of your one's gonna be? Like obviously, as, man, you're as soon not as I get the... back, so uh, whenever I get back, uh, I'll be so out, is that July, be you out said? for a month. No, I'm coming back no. August. So August. whenever. No, but I'm saying that when you're leaving July, the fight was supposed to be July. On June what? 28th, I leave. June 28th, the so. end of this month, and I come back August 2nd. So. Damn, you get to have to deal a whole month without this guy. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. Well, that's because you already have two weekends a month, or. Uh, uh, no, just. He's gonna be teaching. Yeah. Opsec, opsec. I can't get in. <laughs> I can't get in too. Oh, I can't get in. Nah, I gotta yeah, ask. Yeah. 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 I've, already, I've already given secret. too much information. Is it? Is it really? <laughs> like no, seriously. No, for like, real, yeah, oh yeah. really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I, I'm gone for a little while. I'll come yeah. back and then hopefully get straight into a fight camp. Do you know anybody that does uh, sniper training? few people yeah. no like serious because i want to do it like i can't do i would I, if he hears this he's gonna like shoot me anyway but uh i'd go to vigilance elite or vigilant elite because i know mm-hmm. the guy he did uh some of the training for um for keanu reeves for john wick he did mm-hmm. like a couple oh, yeah. of courses yeah top. isn't there a place down in miami right now that's yeah, yeah, uh, that's the place yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. sean sean's a good dude but his classes are like a full like a year ahead of time so i've been wanting to do wow. like long range shooting forever so i, I just go I know, out there by I myself know, uh, i actually I know the name of this guy, Tyrone Coronel. Uh, he's a he's a Colombian guy. He has uh, full blown, full blown friggin' loves America. This guy, like he named his daughter America. You really? Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, this guy. That's the second person I've met with that name. <laughs> yeah, man. really. Like this guy, I love this guy, man. Tyrone Coronel. He's uh, he has his own security company, but it's more like like black ops type stuff. Right, right, right. So uh, I can get in contact with him and yeah, but if he has like actual like sniper training school, like I'd love to sit there. I'm and do sure that stuff. if he doesn't, he knows someone who does. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Let me know because that's yes. something like I've always wanted to do, like the yeah. long range shooting. Yeah. It's, but there's too many crazies down here in South Florida. Every time I go to like to the range, either Markham Park or to the Sheriff's Range, mm-hmm. there's some weird people, man. <laughs> yeah. Some weird fucking people. Yeah. All right, I'll let you guys go. It's getting late. You got kids. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm hashtag team single, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. <laughs> I'll be up late. Um, Amazonian BJJ Zenobia Open. Zenobia Open. August. People want to message you. Yes. They want to get in on this. Yep. Find me on Instagram Amazonian BJJ. I'll have like all the links on the descriptions yeah. of everything and too. And on Facebook, and you can find me Stephanie Santana. Message me with any questions. Message me if you want to support, sponsor. We're looking for 
you know, some help with that. I already have Tatami uh, send me a bunch of gear. Yeah, shout out to Tatami. Up. You guys have always been supporters of Amazonian oh, women's jiu-jitsu. Anytime Jiu I've messaged these guys, you. Garrett is a man. they send me stuff. Yeah, Garrett really great man. guys. Yeah. And then also my strength and conditioning coach, uh, Ryan, uh, with Force Fitness. He's supporting, uh, mm. helping me out with the design for the shirts because I am not artistic at all. So, <laughs> no, I know, right? I know, so yeah, yeah, good yeah. guy. He's um, helping me out. So if you know any higher belt females, uh, send them my way. We'll get them on a team. Who would your dream like competitor be for that? Oh, man, I want to put together a black belt team because I think that would be badass. I want to put together five female black belts against five other female black that belts. That would be kind of bad. I would actually do like would, five uh, yeah. black belts against five brown belts. Why? That would be good. Because then, be like, good. then yeah. you're, it's like you gotta like you have to go chop off the head. You gotta go and. And as a brown belt, yeah. it's less pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just go. Like for it. Like everybody automatically thinks you're gonna lose. You just go for it. Yeah, you're going against a brown belt. Be, like, yeah, that's, that's go for it. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of like guys too for like black like brown belts would be like I'd love to like because you make your name cutting off heads. Yeah. yeah. You know. Make your name. Oh, this I mean, brown belt at, women's at, team at beat at the black belt women's they were brown belts. team. Yeah. They could have competed against any black belt. That's you know? how Sofia Amaranti made her name. She beat Leticia Hibero as a brown belt. Yeah. When Leticia was a black belt for how many years? You know, like it's less pressure. You know, just. Go ahead, drop that mic. You, know, you don't have to give me credit. You can go ahead and use that. No. <laughs> it's uh, coming. No, 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 man. Thank you for having thanks us. For no, having thanks for us. coming really out. Sorry it took it. so long to get get you guys on here. Logistics. It's really supposed to be all about Stephanie, but I know I know hey. Jason likes the limelight. Nah, nah, it's all good. <laughs> supporter, supporter. That's it. He's my uh, number one supporter. Always. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Um, they want to follow you. We're gonna get you. Man, this is all about Steph, Amazonian women's jiu-jitsu. But <laughs> you can be Jason Santana for this. MMA or Jason Santana 36 on IG. That's it. Instagram. All right, airtime. Sergeant airtime. It's yeah. new. But, yeah, if you can, go follow Amazonian women's jiu-jitsu, uh, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, Amazonian BJJ. Awesome. No, thank you guys for doing it. Make sure everybody uh, follows Steph, follow Jason. Go support the tournament, um, and hopefully we can set up the the video stream and we yeah. get it all set up because it'd be good. It. It'd be good for the sponsors too, so we can sit there and throw yeah, that. That was out a there. great idea. Awesome. Yeah, we can do that. Cool. Thank you guys. Thank you. Yes. You can't leave <laughs>